1: FM to get started.
2: A new Shazam teaser. Why wasn't Aquaman nominated for any Oscars? And Patty Jenkins already working on Wonder Woman three.
1: Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. A new
0: Shazam
2: popcorn teaser. Talk.
1: We talk Aquaman movies. And now, talkers. here's Popcorn Talks DC movie news.
0: Oh, Tehran doesn't know. Oh yeah, put your hand in. Boo! doesn't know. There we go! You know what? Now,
1: <laughs> now that I know. Now you, now you <laughs> don't want to be about it. Now part that I know, I'm still not about it.
0: Aww, Fine, you don't have to be about it. It's
2: girl power it, then, cause okay?
1: Cause Hold on. <laughs>
0: That's the fun part.
1: I don't now even think I can to? do I can't yeah. do Yeah! All right. It All
2: you. right. Welcome back, guys, to DC Movie News. We have no Adam Gertler. We have no Johnny Laquasto. We have no Mike Kalinowski, which means that I'm Roxy Stryer sitting alongside her great return, your favorite cosplayer and guest of the show, Elena Jordan. Hey, I'm back. I didn't even say bring the pain at this time because Aww. we've just been talking about how nice you are. Like, she you just, guys are so look sweet. at this that she just bought me. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so look sweet. at this. Maybe, so sweet. I threw up,
1: actually. Oh, so. non-denominational actually holiday stocking.
2: You didn't <laughs> want a water, but you threw up in your mouth? Yeah, I should have got the water. New friend <laughs> of the show. He is your favorite stand-up comedian, and he also covers every Marvel and DC show on After Buzz TV. It's dayron in the house. Hello,
1: everyone. Thank you for having me. If I look familiar, it's probably because you saw me at your local 7-Eleven, so let's make it happen. What do you get there? You don't want to know.
2: No, I really I really, eat, really truly I do. I eat
1: food at 7-11. Same. Like I eat the f- Like your full
2: hot dogs? on meals.
1: I I will get hot dogs there. I'll get the, the the pizza is actually really kind it's of good. good.
2: The one across the street has dope sandwiches. Yeah. It's got awesome fruit. Get your fruit at 7-11. You heard it here first. I'm always grabbing my apples and my See oranges or over there. Great bananas.
3: Exactly. Great hot yes. in the because I love 7 Eleven food, and my wife gives me so much crap for it because, like, buffalo rollers, taquitos. I know they have to destroy your body, but I think they're delicious, and I'm not going to apologize. It seems apologize. like the 7 you know, Eleven
0: would give you more crap than your wife in that case. Fair enough. Yeah. You know what's crazy? The whole, reason
3: he said this,
1: <laughs> the whole reason he said that was to let us know he has a wife. There was no other point <laughs> to that entire story. He is recently married, recently and he married. slips
2: it into conversation. Very often, exactly. Like everybody within five minutes of meeting Jeff knows he He's is married, married to a woman.
3: Yeah, okay, guys, my wife is dope, so I'm not going to apologize. See, for. that's
1: the thing. That's what the new married people do. New married people, new relationship people. I was hanging out with my girlfriend. Like, okay, bro, Tehran, you it.
2: never mention your wife. It never, never happens. Yeah.
1: It will never happen. The,
2: the one that exists, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. So we got a lot to break down today, which is the first time I've said that in. Weeks on this show. It was very radio silent for quite some time, and we woke a sleeping giant this week with Shazam. I feel like I couldn't run, I couldn't hide. There was nowhere I could go to avoid Shazam news this week. Zachary Levi was popping up on my Twitter, in my dreams, on my Instagram feed. That teaser was everywhere I love it. and everything and everything so let's they actually to the
0: exclamation point at
2: the end of let's talk about that There's, why has there been so much exclamation point talk this week
0: i don't know everyone's like so weird about i don't we'll talk about, about later, the exclamation about, point like, that has been things, so about strange the S exclamation like anyway
2: yeah. although it, you are shouting at me is Shazam! not you, them. Like if you're going to put the exclamation point, you
0: can't just be like Shazam. Well, you be like Shazam.
2: Nobody whispers Shazam. Yeah. Unless you're in a sticky situation, you got to like say it really quiet so nobody catches on. <laughs> Let's check out the teaser yeah. and see what we think. Our live reactions. I choose you. He also did a little intro to it. You Saves. guys saw Zachary Levi say, yeah. this, "This is me with Shazam. the two little
0: kids This is me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love that musical.
0: Thing. pretty Aww. quick teaser too i, I love that see that dark not knight so reference serious yeah. yes
2: i like that too i love it and because if you don't catch if you don't get it for some reason it doesn't really matter yeah. it doesn't affect it it's a good kind of easter egg they're including people on it
1: shazam boom love it
0: yes have a location like on a cliff, like a castle. Also, I'm looking for
2: a layer too. So, who do I contact for rocks. that? Well,
1: in LA, <laughs> you can't afford one. But that's, that's
2: I don't know legit. if I can oh, afford a layer in Omaha. You're, I don't think I can afford a layer. I don't know if I get a
1: you live in LA, so your rent here would be a layer in Omaha. So, that's actually
2: all right. So, I'll get one there. Exactly. Are you guys now on the team where you feel like these? trailers should be one-minute teasers across the board? Or do you like that we get three-minute trailers?
0: I like it switched up. I'm there for the lair. You know, what like what I happened? I'm, Are
2: we looping again? thing
0: is, no. it, well, because we have a teaser, and then there's like multiple teasers, right. and then they have the full trailer, which has been kind of a like trend recently, right. which I'm okay with. The only thing, and I've said it before when we've looked at previous trailers, um, I really wish that they would show scenes that aren't in the movie. I know a lot of people don't like that, but well, like what they did with see, Infinity War with yeah, Hulk. Uh, yeah, I would rather see things like I don't cuts that, that you're not purpose, going though. to use. What do you mean? Yeah, it seems like the,
2: that was the a Hulk later. one
1: wasn't on purpose. That was a later decision. So
0: they cut it. Yeah, later. But, but I feel I'm saying like, like
2: that. Like, yeah, where you exactly. see something that and theoretically could be in it, but isn't in it. Or are you saying where you see a completely different thing cut specifically for a trailer.
0: I would rather see. I mean,
2: not like necessarily.
1: Deadpool. Deadpool does that. Yeah, Deadpool right.
0: does that, and I
2: love that. They
1: I do it well. Brilliant. But it works for that movie so with other movies you're just you're, you're courting controversy. You're saying, why don't they put scenes that aren't going to be in the movie in the trailer? And that's where you get the comments like, this wasn't even in the movie. I hate you. I hope everyone dies. But that's if true. you
2: see everything that's going to be in the movie, you get those comments that are like, I already saw this. It was funnier yeah, in the that's trailer. That's thing.
0: I don't like when, everyone they, dies. when they have punchlines in the movie. And this is the only thing about the trailer is it seems like they've cut a lot of punchlines that I go, huh. But I know in the movie when I see it, if I had seen the setup without the punchline, it would have been funnier. And I feel like Shazam is one of those movies that, like Deadpool, is going for the action but also the comedy. So I'm like, don't spoil your own jokes. Don't step on your own jokes in the cheeser and in the trailer. But I think show it's, me the action. Did you say cheeser? The cheeser. In the cheeser. I like an unintended cheese, cheese. pun. So, so, yeah, yeah,
2: unintended pun. What do you got, Tara? <laughs> it was to intentional.
1: I was going to say, in that accord, Deadpool is a very different movie. It was an outlier all the way around. So Shazam is still, just because it's the anti-Batman, it doesn't mean that it's not very much a DC movie. And that's why a trailer like that would not work for Shazam. It's not breaking the fourth wall. So Deadpool you think this is a perfect
2: version wall. of what DC could have done for a Shazam trailer?
1: A hundred percent. Question for you. Are you excited to watch the movie? Yeah, hundred percent. Regardless, if I didn't know anything about Shazam, which honestly most people don't, and right. I'm sure we're going to get into why and how that worked out, because that's actually one of my favorite concepts from law school was the study of Shazam, which we did, because well, it's a cool. huge case. Well, just
2: get right into it now. Tell so me about the Captain Marvel.
1: Sh- the whole concept is not even just the Captain Marvel, which is the continuation. The original concept of Shazam, Shazam was way more popular than Superman. DC Comics, however, had more money. And so they basically sued Fawcett, which is the company that right. originally created Shazam, for copyright infring- infringement. Um copyright infringement for Superman, who, by the way, came after Shazam and said, well, they have the same powers, everything like that. DC sues Fawcett, ties them up in so much litigation, Fawcett goes out of business, so DC buys the company and buys the concept of Shazam. The reason I don't say Captain Marvel is because DC is not allowed to say Captain Marvel because when that happened, Marvel then went and created a a, character, character, Captain 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 Marvel, that's pointless just to own the name.
2: But Captain Marvel's not pointless. Well, you're later, saying at the time
1: Captain Marvel was a very pointless character at the time. It wasn't the Captain Marvel that you're looking at today. You're That's saying at the time
2: they made Captain Marvel just to say
1: a literally a, a comic book character with some guys like I'm Captain Marvel and there was nothing else to that whole character for a long time. And then of pissed course, Elena off. But that
0: happens with a lot of characters <laughs> that then become like super epic. I mean well, I know this is DC movie, so I'm not going to sit here and be like, Carol sure. Danvers is a goddess. You better respect sure. her. Sure. But, but that wasn't her. How did you was feel the, that way? That was the
1: that uh, was a concept that came out way later because they were like, oh, what do we name this character? Hey, we have this name hanging around. Let's do something with it. So the whole concept, the legal concept of how this came about is a very intriguing legal study.
2: And so you think that in the long run that really hurt Shazam's popularity in terms of the movie today?
1: It hurt the concept of Shazam because Shazam became very much a a character or a cartoon when all the other DC heroes have become these legends and icons and Shazam never took its place. So now that the movie's coming about, now we get to see that come to life. We get to see every kid live their dream vicariously through uh, Billy Batson. That's the whole concept of who Shazam is?
2: If that hadn't happened, do you feel like there would have been a Shazam movie thirty years ago?
1: Let's just say everyone thought Shaquille O'Neal was in the Shazam movie in the nineties. That's why anyone went and saw Kazam. It was great. Yeah, I loved. I, I've Kazam. seen it way too many times. I think it's at this funny point.
0: that you that you mentioned that because I feel like the same is kind of with Aquaman, and it's funny that both of them are coming out at the same time. Where it's like, hey, jokes on you guys. Anybody that you thought was not one of the top tier superheroes, we will make them top tier. We are D.C. Bow down. A lot of comments in the chat
2: right now. Some people knew the story. Some people didn't, Tehran. They're really uh, excited to have somebody talking about that. By the way, in case you guys don't know, join Popcorn Talks YouTube. Subscribe there and join us every Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time to actually be part of the conversation. So... Xeno Hours says legal history of Shazam is very interesting. Garth says it sucked how DC drove Fawcett Comics to bankruptcy, then bought up their uh, then bought up their characters, all
1: their characters, yeah. Which, but this was the crowning. This is the reason. This is how actually. It doesn't happen all the time. It It does now. So that says, damn,
2: Tehran overthinking this. Yeah, not Hi. at all.
1: Not at all. This is and I'll tell you why, because it's things like this that we don't pay attention to sometimes that we should be aware of uh, things like don't even get me started how Disney basically writes all our copyright laws in, in the country for our for our country, which is a different conversation. But it's Such a like different this. conversation. Companies started doing this because they saw it work for this. And now that's dangerous when you have this monopoly of. So, they actually in law school used this as a case study for you guys. Well, for me, yes. Not everybody, but it depends on what you really sat you down
2: specifically, and they were like, let's tap into Tehran's brain. This is what's going to work. Let's go as
1: out of the box as possible. It happens when you graduate top of your class.
2: (laughs) Am I right, people? Am I right? Yeah, I also went to law school of popcorn talk (laughs) and learned all that. Things that might also affect Shazam that people are talking about. Are uh, the fact that is the fact that Justice League really was not received well by critics? Didn't do as well as people thought that it would do. Whatever you, I I get very nervous talking about Justice League because no matter how I phrase it, one of you guys at home is like, "What are you talking about? It made seven hundred million dollars." I'm not saying I didn't like it. I'm not saying that it didn't make money at the box office. What I'm saying is it wasn't received well necessarily. It wasn't a
1: great movie. That's I'm saying it. It's not a great movie compared to the Avengers and. What I liked it, out. but I, everybody's got their opinion
2: on it, but regardless sure. of that, critics didn't love this movie. It has a very low Rotten Tomatoes score, and people are worried that that might actually affect Shazam's performance, but one of the people who's not worried is David Sandberg, who basically shrugged his shoulders at this question and, and was like, right. this won't have any effect. Why do you say he's right?
1: Because he is right, because Shazam did it perfectly. We are in the, we are in the Justice League world. We're in the DC world. Here's the head nods, but we're a separate story, and... That's how you play it. And it's why, once again, comparing it to Deadpool, why Deadpool also pulled in a lot of people who you wouldn't think so. Also, the storyline for Shazam is something that's way more conducive to, an, to a separate demographics. You're going to have kids that go to watch it just because it's such a good kid story. Then you're going to have adults go watch it because it's such a good adult story. And it does it so well. Very few properties Justice League
0: will affect this? I don't think it will, but I I do know that comicbook.com, who I love, I think that they're an amazing resource. But I know that they had this interview and kind of the story has spiraled because of this interview, with Sandberg saying, you know, I don't think that it's going to affect it. And them kind of using that as I feel like it's almost become a spin where it's saying almost slighting Justice League a little bit, and I don't think that that was the intention. Um, so I here's feel the like, quote, yeah.
2: uh, I'll, I'll give it to you guys, it's a little lengthy, but he says, uh, "...it's such a separate film, I don't think it changed anything, really, it's very different from Justice League, it's still the same universe and thing, but it has just a very different tone." And then he goes on to say our movie takes place very separately in the DC universe. In fact, I would argue that we're kind of the most self-aware of it because the movies that we all watch, I mean Aquaman and Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, they're all basically documentaries in their world. These things, these are all real events that have happened. Batman and Superman fighting, Superman uh, saving all of Metropolis while simultaneously destroying the entire city. That all really happened. Who is so, that
1: guy? Because he's a genius. The director, Samberg. I know. <laughs> I know. But
0: What's your like, name, Sandberg? Yeah. <laughs> the genius. only thing that kind of bothers me with it is because then it's like, oh, well, are you glad that they're staying away from any Justice League ties? And I'm like, he didn't say that they're staying away from Justice League Same ties. Same universe, different film. It's Yeah, and I feel like that's been the case for a, a lot of these films. So I don't understand why that's even a thing where it's like, oh, well, Sandberg's, you know, taking jabs at. Justice League. And I'm like, no, he didn't. No, he never said anything negative. Do you think if Justice
2: League had been critically acclaimed and people had loved it, and this was the best movie that DC ever did, kind of got the reception that Wonder Woman did, that Samberg would have had more ties with Justice League in the Shazam movie? Or yes. do you think it wouldn't have affected him? Yes. You think he would? Of course.
1: He would have made a different movie, possibly. It would have had more ties. Let's be very, very frank. What he's saying is, our tone of our movie, basically he's saying our writing is better. And and it doesn't matter how you frame it. It's not a jab at Justice League. You can, you can critique without criticizing, and that's all he did.
2: You think he's speaking in facts.
1: He's speaking in a factual matter where he's saying our tone, we have written something that is going to be pleasing for everyone, regardless if you're a true DC fan or not. When it comes to Justice League, it's really basically for people who like that genre of movie, he's saying, we created a movie that's a good movie.
0: And Elena, you think that he wouldn't have tied into Justice League regardless of how Justice I think League he was had, reviewed? Based on everything that I've heard him say about the movie, it seemed that he had a very clear vision from the beginning of what he was going to do and had the intention of tying in all of these superheroes. And we see it, like, the very first thing that we see in the first trailer is that it's tying in you know we see the t-shirts we see the, the, the press clippings line. we see yeah so we know that had intentional sure. tie-ins but I don't think that he would have been like, all right, let's try to, you know, just wedge in some more tie-ins to Justice League because that one was successful. To me, it seemed like he already had the vision and he already had tonally these differences in place. So I don't think. Well, the studio I think may have pushed a little bit more to be like, hey, we can get some more merchandising out of. Who gives the push money to these things. people
1: again? Oh, the studio. Yeah, I feel like that's where the, that's where it would have come from. That would have been. A but much I feel more like pressure.
0: he wouldn't have intentionally done that. I feel like.
1: Who do you think's right, Roxy? I
2: think you're both right. <laughs> Blame. Senior. (laughs) Nerd in the chat says Aquaman one billion dollars Justice League effect does not exist. I mean, case in point there, Justice. I think Aquaman would have played a lot more into Justice League. That's the one that would have been more connected. Obviously, being in Justice League and all, so that would that one seemed to
0: be a little bit more dependent as well.
2: Yeah, more Shazam news. Mark Strong really, really all over the place this week was talking about Shazam and his experience. With uh, not only Shazam but comic book movies in general, I feel like this guy is in everything. I feel I like see. he's an
1: evil person, and I don't, in life. I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> believe I know that what you he's mean. probably a sweetheart. But but his face, I is now think so like Every time I see him, I'm characters. like, oh,
0: you're creepy. You're but weird. that's like Justice League, who plays. I love him too. He's in a lot of the the DC shows, and I'm friends with him. And he plays like the the Helgrimite and Supergirl, or William Defoe. Like, Every time I see yeah, him on screen, I'm like sweetest person though. You're gonna murder somebody? What's going
2: yeah, on? Yeah, but Mark
1: Strong is he? Look, William Defoe and. Uh, those guys, here's the thing. If I was in a, I don't have kids if I did and I was in a grocery store and I saw Mark well, Strong. Jeff has a wife. And they were, so. exactly, Jeff has a wife, but I don't <laughs> I remember that. I, I do Shady remember that. guys, he, shady. Won't <laughs> he won't let me forget. He won't let me forget. I walked in, he was like, my wife says hello. I was like, what? So, if I had a kid and Mark Strong walked in and my kid was doing something wrong, I'd be like, see that guy? He's going to take you away if you don't do something right. And 100%. that has nothing to do. That is who Mark Strong is. Just Robin Hood kick ass. Yeah. Good for him. Sinestro.
2: God, he's so good at yeah. Sinestro, though. So he was talking about uh, Green Lantern a lot, and he was mentioning th- this article from Sci Fi was kind of asking him about if uh, he- him being Savannah means that the Green Lantern isn't involved in the DCEU anymore, which was so confusing to me because. When was the Green Lantern involved in this reboot of the DCEU? Other than that one
0: second where we see the green light, but not... That's a second. But not our Green Lantern movie. It just made... His response to me, though, I thought was brilliant, where he's like, well, they had set it up where if they had done another version of that movie, then yes, they would have brought back the same actors to play those characters. But now that so much time has passed and it's like Ryan Reynolds isn't going to be like, hey, animate my suit again, please. He's He's already made fun of himself so much. I know, right? It's like, there's no way.
2: So Mark Strong
1: basically responded by saying. You're stupid. And then moved on. Kinda. It was a it was. strong response. Says, oh,
2: cheeser. Oh, Is it the third or fourth? I don't remember. I don't know. Mark it down. We need our pun count. I was that was watching- another Mark Strong pun. It was very subtle. The After Buzz TV after show for Gotham. And the host over there, Steve Kaufman, has a pun jar for himself. He has to pay every time he puns. I, I think don't if we have do enough that, money for that. You literally will have to move out of
1: your place. I will have, have to give up my afford to home. live if you have a punjar. jar. <laughs> you can move to Omaha.
2: <laughs> there was, you should check out the whole article because we don't have time to go through every single thing he said on Sci-Fi again, Sci-Fi.com. It's written by Brian... Ooh, butcher names. Cairns? 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 One of those. No clue. Said that accurately. And he just talks about the character, how he made Savannah his own, what it was like prepping for the role how he felt about his costume, whether he was hesitant or not to go back into the DCEU. It's actually a lot about wardrobe uh, and all these things about his tragic past and how they brought it to life. So go check that out if you From want to hear Sinestro more. Sinestro to Sins, the seven deadly. <laughs> how long were you thinking about that?
1: Someone, someone give, her yeah, no. give her gives a jar. Yeah, somebody gives her,
2: somebody has to no. give you a jar. <laughs> This was another a uh, little bit clickbaity headline but I didn't mind it. Screen rant, you're always good with those headlines. Zachary Levi is thankful that Marvel killed him off. So everybody knows that he was very very underutilized in the Thor movies and he was killed super fast in the least heroic, least Meaningful way, that just kind be. of was there and
0: then gone. Such an fu too to be like you're cast. Oh wait, you can't do it. We're casting somebody else. Oh wait, they can't do it. You're back and now you're dead. And bye. <laughs> and really?
2: nobody's gonna mourn <laughs> because you because
1: those paychecks were fine. He was happy. Like I 100%. wish. Yeah, I wish but... someone did that with me.
2: Oh, I <laughs> feel. Me off I feel week. zero bits bad. Exactly. I feel no bits bad. People would give their left arm for this role.
1: You're setting this person up to be. This person.
2: But I liked what he said, which is basically things happen for a reason. And if he had still been tied down with Marvel in that contract, then obviously he wouldn't be able to be our Shazam. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure at the time as an actor, even though we don't feel bad for him, he was probably devastated. You know, I'm part of this massive franchise. It's a huge break for me. And now it's just gone. And then to find out that he's going to head his own movie, it's going to be massive. Right now it's looking like it's going to be a really successful movie. So... Basically, he's trying to tell you guys at home, if you're going through it, suck it up. Keep yeah. going. Something if you're betters going around through Hella, keep on going. And you going. look
1: as good as he does. Keep going.
2: <laughs> you got, you're you not going to pause for the Hella joke.
1: I did. And I realized no. Because
0: Hella killed him.
1: I know. Get it? Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's why I did No, wait.
0: That. Can you explain again? Yeah, it's really funny what I just said. So you should all laugh. That's the, the explanation in the
2: Thor movies. In the Thor Hela, movies, Hella, the sister, <laughs> keep
1: going, so sister. keep yep. going. Jeff has a wife. Jeff,
2: yes. Jeff has a wife. Why, why are you tempting him with Hella? Okay, okay. It's very rude. Sorry, Jeff. I'm so sorry. You know. <sighs> It's not easy, guys. It's not easy. I'm so sorry. You know what else I think is rude when people spoil things? Well, usually we're mad at Lego in here, right? I feel like every single week we come in and we're like, Lego did it again. Now I know what's (laughs) happening. Now I know what's happening in this DC movie, in this Marvel movie, in this Star Wars thing. They ruined the ship. They ruined this costume. Funko, what you doing? Funko got on board with the Lego plan and they spoiled possibly a key plot point of Shazam. Basically, what happened was they released two of the characters. Spoiler alert, by the way. They released two of the characters in costume in their superhero costumes. And there's been rumors that two of the kids uh, that are part of the foster family of Billy Batson are going to, they're going to go with the version where they actually grow up as adults. They get their powers, all of that. When we saw these Funkos in the costumes... As adults, we're assuming that's the version that we're going to see in this Shazam movie. That could be a swerve, as Johnny likes to say. That could be a different iteration of the film that they were going with. But most likely, this is what's going to happen.
0: Probably, which is kind of a bummer. Because it's like, that's a... I mean, anybody who's read the comics, like, the new 52 starts with Flashpoint. So it's like, look, this is which, that's what I was talking about, the exclamation points. If you read the one where it's like, all of the kids all at oh, the same time, Shay's Shazam. yelling at me. you an Gosh. exclamation point after There's every one. letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't... I, I wish they hadn't have spoiled this one. I mean, I am excited because Brick is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I think Megan Good is amazing, and if she is in it, like, it's been rumored, then I'll be ecstatic, mm-hmm. but I would have rather that been a surprise than Funko be like, hey... Enjoy your spoiler pop.
2: The so Megan Good
1: Thing is still a rumor?
0: Well, now it's back
2: now? into being a rumor because they might have the adult versions. Not only her, but Adam Brody from, of course, our favorite, oh, The O.C. Seth Cohen, forever. Which would be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> Ross Butler, Michelle Borth. There's a lot. DJ... Cotrana from GI Joe retaliation.
1: I don't know about know. the other people, but Megan Good and Adam Brody, that's uh that's interesting. Why yeah.
2: are you I think it's a Megan Good call. Talk to me about your crap eating grin right now. I just
1: it's just interesting.
2: That's good. That's good. Like it's interesting because you are familiar it's with them. Good. It's
1: just good. I don't know what I'm familiar it's with just or not. Megan I just good. would not be surprised if those two Rumors ended up being true.
2: I would be really excited to see Adam Brody as adult Freddie. I think he's that's a perfect casting. Because he just, that's what Freddy grows up to be. That's like spot on for this. So I'm not upset if this spoiler is true. I'm upset that it was spoiled with a Funko Pop. With a
0: Funko Pop. I'm like, how come you guys can't, like, especially if it's all, we've done so much shakeups with now who is in charge (laughs) of the merchandising for the movies and how it ties into the DC merchandising. If you know that this movie is coming out, wait until April. Wait until April to release these Funko's. Like, you don't need to do it now.
1: was where he doesn't watch the movies. He has no idea. He was like, money? Yes. But and it's up to
0: DC's the- marketing to say, hey, put a pin on this. Don't release any of these photos until April. If you want to send them or out April first. even. different Yeah. Even if you want to do like an April first, because then it could be an April Fool's thing, and then five days later you find out. Fine with me, but it's January. Don't show That's- us... F- 3 months before we can see the movie I
1: think as fans we don't realize that people that always work for companies they're not as big of fans sometimes and they make decisions based on Thousands the monetary times. gain and not what will be good or not for the fans or what fans might find as a spoiler they're simply looking at it as an economic black I understand and that red. but it's
0: like considering you have had all of these shakes and these intentional people being brought in for the merchandising element. It's like they should call the people at Funko and say, hold off. And I know that that's like a big thing is they're like, okay, well now you can get the Valentine's Day crowd in. You can get, you know, these different, Opportunities if you have it released earlier to buy more,
1: but it's like, don't just give don't up think, the cents to make the dollars. I don't think they've even thought about it. I don't think that they, It's probably true. They Tyron. Like, That's it. They, they, like, they didn't know like, that this mm. would be a spoiler. They're just like, yeah, you have access to these characters, go for it. And that this was is what been, the character looks like. Why exactly. is that a spoiler? That's
0: what I'm saying. It's on DC, not on Funko.
1: I, I also, I yeah. understand it's DC's fault, but I also understand why they weren't so perceptive to it. We so should it definitely we
2: should eat people alive for this. Let's eat them all. <laughs> I'm going to eat all of the Even people.
0: though I'm, like, crapping all over it, I'll probably have both
1: funcals And I'm going to buy them like,
0: pretty we already know. Definitely the Darla. If Megan Good plays Darla, yeah. I'm like, Darla! <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Let's get into... You know
2: something we don't know. Let's get into some other people we want to tear apart limb from limb. The people that didn't <laughs> nominate Aquaman for <laughs> any Oscars. Now, when I tweeted this out, People were saying, you think that Aquaman should be a best picture? Did I say that, bro? No. Bro, did I say that? No, but the fact that none of the effects, none
0: of the makeup, none of the costumes, nothing This is like when Wonder out. Woman didn't get best hair nomination, and Wonder did. And I was like, yes, because there are so many YouTube tutorials for the hair from Wonder, but not from Wonder Woman. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. If there's something that has... That big of a cultural impact I think that it should be recognized so, did
1: you feel that Aquaman had that big a cultural impact on the visual effects for
0: visual effects yes, this is the first time an underwater visual effects scene has been done this way I did too
2: and it was I was looking at social media this week to talk about why won't you be my neighbor was not nominated for best doc because a lot of people were very confused on that and there was one guy who's a part of the academy who who said listen the way that these work is they're listed alphabetically and if you circled 5 before you got to w- won't you be my neighbor mm. then you
1: circle you circled 5, five. Very and true. sometimes
2: that happens this is aquaman
1: sure yeah. starts
2: with an a I'm, why
1: w- you seen it cause cause right it's a the bunch of a holes if you ask me i'm going to i'm going to be very frank when i say that i think that there are three reasons why i didn't get nominated one number one is i don't think the people who paid attention don't think that it's that advanced they think that a lot of the tech was taken from things that james cameron has come up with okay that's number one two number two i don't think that a lot of people who are voting actually watched aquaman
0: that's the big thing mm-hmm.
1: i don't think they actually think watched it i think they popped thing. it in and popped it out or didn't watch it at all i know a couple people who fell into that category and yet if you aren't even if you're not a dc fan you do kind of watch the marvel movies they are a little more exciting in, in a lot of ways that the the writing and it comes down to a lot of things like And you've like been hooked with a story. The past. And mm-hmm. you've been hooked in with 15 stories. That 20, yeah. There you go. Three? And then three, I just think that a lot of people don't uh, like, they're, they're not taking the Aquaman seriously because of him being very good looking. I think that really plays a lot of part. I remember Brad Pitt being looked over for a lot of things because he was Brad Pitt. And then then people realize, wait, this guy can actually also act So I think people are just looking at it in that way. Because Mm. remember, the people who choose this aren't always professionals. They're also just people. And so they bring their own prejudgments into their voting.
2: Do you guys think that... We've seen that happen
1: before politically. Anyway, go on.
2: Black Panther being nominated for Best Picture opens up any doors for future DC movies to actually be taken more seriously. Comic book movies in general, obviously that being a Marvel one, but just... I like Heath so. Ledger we thought might open the door for people being nominated for a performance. Do you think that this
0: might open the door or do you think this is a one-hit wonder? I hope that it does. I mean, I feel like Logan was absolutely just shafted at the the Oscars. I think that that one was one that was greatly overlooked that I thought was brilliant. And so I feel like now, and I know again, Marvel, but Still, it's like I feel like hopefully this will open up some doors and the fact that I think that it's a shift that it's showing that the Academy is trying to be more in tune with general audiences Mm. instead of just looking at art house niche films that aren't accessible to a lot of the general public. Uh, I think that this is a really good step in the right direction, but I do feel like it's almost too late. It's like when the Academy changed their name to the Oscars to be like, look, we're young and hip. We're not the Academy. We're the Oscars. And it's like, okay, guys, that was but the young like and hip voice? That was the young and hip. That was the trying to be young yeah. and hip okay. voice. Now you have to. I'm gonna sound like, like a 1940s. We are <laughs> not the Academy. We are the Oscars. That's young. But and it's hip. like you have to imagine like a 1940s radio announcer as that. My girl's young and hip. Your girl is not young
1: and hip. That's a, I, I, because I,
0: I'm an old man pretending <laughs> to be young and hip. That's what the Academy is.
2: Well, Just whatever saying.
1: gender that you, <laughs> with, I do not. <laughs> whatever discriminate.
2: age, we're not ageist here. I we're not gender.
1: Completely disagree with. Your assessment. I think that Black Panther is a is a one an hit. outlier. I mm. think that a lot of the social impact that Black Panther had played a big part. I think a lot of a lot of white voters felt a little guilty and they circled Black Panther. Do I think Black Panther deserves to be in the Best Picture running? I don't. Uh, it's not even the best Marvel movie, and I'm saying this because I'm the one on the panel that really can. I'm just being honest. Was it a very good movie? Yes, yes, it was. However, we can't overlook the how good a lot of these movies are, I think Dark Knight got shafted. 100%. It's one of the best movies of all time. Post-mortem Heath Ledger, but let's be very honest, that movie and that script take out the comic books and you still have a brilliant movie. So people in general, once again, it goes to that bias that they have and there is definitely a comic book bias. They are... They are prejudiced against comic books. They mm-hmm. look at comic books as if they're just cartoons. They don't realize how great these comic book stories are. Young Justice, for example, or the New Titans or any of this stuff. And and they are extremely biased, these voters. It's not the general public. We, we have a different award for that. But when it comes to the Academy, they are bougie and they are snobby. And they're like, oh, let's choose. What's their ju-
2: voice sound like?
1: That's you.
0: Hey, we're the Academy.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh, now I get it. Cool. The we're the Academy, and we're that's, hip. That's you. That's the cool. And that's and that's where they're coming from. And unfortunately, they haven't caught on. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully they will. As gener- as Roxy becomes. Part of the academy, which I could see you getting into. Thanks. That's man. a different voice. Thank that's a different so voice, much. and that's what they're. looking for. I'm on the for.
2: Razzie
0: nominating committee, so I've oh. made it. There's a lot of comments in the chat
2: right now <laughs> about what Aquaman should have been nominated for: a meal, visual effects, Eon, sound effects, Zia's visual anything effects. Anything
0: called Aquaman that the academy is going to give them an Oscar, and I think a totally. lot of it has to do with you know the just the perception, like extras I mean, the entourage making fun of. Aquaman and kind of people still having that perception of like this is a like a let's kind of brush it to the side even though I think James Wan knocked it out of the freaking park Jeff, what are your thoughts on
2: this? I was just,
3: I'm a huge Oscar nerd, and what happens with below-the-line categories, like hair and editing and make—well, not editing, but a little bit editing, too. The more below-the-line you get, which for like casual fans means like the further you get from director, writer, as you get more into technical categories, they're never accurate of what's actually the best technical movies because there still has to be a reputable prestige around the films. So if you look at visual effects nominations this year, for example, First Man is nominated. Great visual effects, mostly practical effects, though. But the Academy sees Damien Chazelle directing. They see the prestige around the film. So automatically, that's given a boost. It's not the most accurate indicator of one of the top best five visually effects movies of this year. It's just that it carries the Oscar prestige around it. So it gets below the line nominations. That's a great
1: answer. That's the guy's voice who I expect to have a wife. He has a wife. <laughs> he has a wife. Come on! But then at the same
0: time, you look at who else is nominated. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Christopher Robin. Ready player 1. It's like okay.
1: No, no, no. Ready player 1 deserves one. Re- Ready player 1. Let's not one. look let's not look down on the concept and Mary it's the Poppins nostalgia like that movie.
2: Do you know how we're in I'm the I like it, but it's like a- let me ask you guys this, because this is what Zeno Hour in the chat says. Interesting question for you. I think the Joker could be a best picture candidate next year. Do you think that that kind of comic book movie could get a yes. little more who's Oscar that, buzz? Who's
1: that actor again? Mm-hmm. Who's that actor that's playing the Joker? Joaquin. I forget his name. Yeah. So it's not Momoa good looking, right? It's, yeah. it's the guy Joaquin that they like. they've been pushing to the point where they're giving him his own movie because he's that esteemed an actor, right? Yep. It's not like the Jared Leto Joker is winning. We're going with the Joaquin Phoenix, who's that guy. So you think,
2: if you had to guess, will the Joker be nominated in the 2020 Oscars?
0: I don't think it'll be a best picture, but I think it will get nominations. Hmm. Tehran.
1: Joaquin's kind of crazy. Let's see how it goes first. Let's see if he's he's like, wait, the Joker doesn't have a... Wait, is this...
0: I feel like they're nominate a Joaquin in this? just because they want to w- nominate Joaquin. I think anything he would be in, they would Joaquin say
1: Joaquin is an excellent actor and so they they really this is once again to that bias when they hear that name they're going to give it way more attention and pay attention to the subtle nuances and once that happens anything is possible.
0: The phoenix will always rise from the ashes.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I
2: don't even know what to make of that. Moving on, let's talk a little Wonder Woman, because you are now poor from this pun Yeah, sorry. Patty Jenkins already has plans for a Wonder Woman 3. Is anybody surprised by this? No. Nope, me neither. Excited by this? Yes, definitely. Keron, I can read the excitement on your face.
1: I'm excited. i excited. Wonder Woman was amazing. It should be Wonder Woman. She should have plans for Wonder Woman 8. This, yeah. three?
2: this is what she said. We have 20
1: Fast and Furiouses. What are we doing here? Uh, Wonder
2: Woman 84. <laughs>
1: Her quote is, uh, I
2: have pretty clear plans for Wonder Woman 3, whether I direct it or not. I see how her arc should end in my incarnation of Wonder Woman. I have a great passion for that. Hearing that quote, does that make you guys think that Wonder Woman 3 is a end of a trilogy?
0: It seems like it because most trilogies are set up as in, first movie, act one, second movie, act two, third movie, act three. Or if you and have if, a third
2: book, we're breaking it into three and four, i.e., Hunger Games, Divergent, yeah. etc. Well,
0: that's to get a little extra money. But we need it's that because like, Sheesh. You know. Uh, I will not even
2: Potter, jump on Harry the Potter Hunger Games that. where I'm like, it's no a trilogy. Need
1: for a seven Harry books. Potter though <laughs>
0: makes sense, but it's like Hunger Games. So I was like, y'all are stretching. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like she has a very clear idea. And I think she's had this idea from the beginning of how it would kind of work out. And if she's fought so hard to get to direct the second movie, I hope that she'll direct the third one or at least she be... Didn't,
1: she shouldn't even have to fight at heart hard at all. She's the one that makes sense and clearly this is a Nolan-esque trilogy that's going to come about. And, and, and what she did differently than Nolan was she played within the rules that they set for her. Mm-hmm. Nolan didn't have those they, rules. They as in the studio? As in DC and the studio. And she said, I'm going to still give you a deliverable that plays with your rules, but it's still an excellent movie. Here you go.
2: Well, she didn't have the clout that Nolan had at the time, with only having had Monster and yeah. that being well, kind Well, also, of there game.
1: wasn't that DC world at the time. So when right. Nolan came to play, it was Batman was, was a standalone excellent Superman movies keep failing every time. You do what you want, and Nolan did it in the best way possible. I feel like she's a genius. She's brilliant. Her vision is clear. It's decided. And once she turns it in, if DC says no, then they are they're the ones who are failing on that.
0: Well, since all of the best scenes were the ones that she fought the hardest for, that the studio was like, unnecessary, oh, no, and then this everybody's good. The like, boat scene. The baby <laughs> scene, the boat oh scene is God, all yes. crazy. So, so it's ones. like, yeah, I, I think I'm 100% on board for it. It makes me even more excited about the second movie, honestly. Give
2: me a flash pun because we're about to move into the flash very quickly. What do you got? Anything uh, good? I don't want to put her on the spot. Let's move fast, fast into the flash. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's
0: make a point. To, uh, okay, that was a flash point okay. joke. No, okay. wasn't good. No. I liked it. I see no, you, you did there. It. No, you didn't. Let's, look at let's a little race bit on into the next topic. Topic.
2: I think we yeah. should see
1: other people. It's, yeah. not, it's, it's just not working oh. out. It's not working out.
2: Flash concept art. It's always interesting to look after the fact after you see the actual costume. This was Justice League artist that was revealing his initial concept for the suit. It's very, uh, very strong, very metal looking, almost identical to what we actually got. So this wasn't
0: surprising. It wasn't There wasn't a huge transformation after this. But it looks cool. I just love seeing artist renderings too and getting to see the 3D adaptations of 2D renderings. I do wish that they would have shown the original 2D sketch next to the 3D because I just love seeing how that. they progress. But... Regardless, anything that we get out like. Is this your
2: kind of nerd, Tehran? Or not your kind of nerd? No. It's not your kind it's of
1: nerd. My, it's pointless. <laughs>
2: it's Flashpointless?
1: Flash <laughs> I'm giving Roxy that one. That are you, was really good. Are you, guys are,
0: are you already seeing other people now?
1: Oh, now I'm already in, seeing oh. you. That was amazing. We'll wait until
0: the, the next topic, then i got a segue. All right, go ahead. Are we going to split up? Or should we
2: just sorry that was a a
0: split glass yeah you guessed it she's talking about
2: M. Night Shyamalan (laughs) how did you know so did you guys see glass yet or no I liked it yeah I liked it too you're nodding that you saw it and pleading the fifth on whether you enjoyed it. The only, I'm sorry,
1: yes, it was, it was entertaining. It was a movie. It was a movie. The only, the only movie thing we is. saw. It. Yeah.
0: Every time they reference glass, I just think of the scene from Die Hard where it's Bruce Willis going, "Glass? Who gives a shit about glass?" And it's all I can think about whenever I see Bruce Willis. Why in is the that posters. the voice
1: for everyone? We're in the- <laughs>
0: it's the only voice I could do taperon
1: right. that's not true I've, I've heard some of your best. voices I've heard none of the verses
2: <laughs> M Knight was approached apparently at some point very vague to talk about directing a DC movie a Marvel movie and M Knight is not in on this basically he wants to make his own movies fund them do what he wants have that twist do Good. The M night thing Good.
0: do you guys want him on a DC movie No. No, I mean, I feel like he's saying point blank that his fla- I love the, you know, the references of like my flavors just different. If the studio has an idea of what they want and I throw my Tabasco sauce in there, it's going to mess up no. their recipe. And I would love for more directors to be able to take the stand that he is That's saying, look, I have my ideas and I'm not going to compromise. If you're going to have one thing, if it's going to be day and M. night. Then keep. Oh,
1: that's another one. No, no, M knight. I don't want Robin to end up being Batman no. somehow. Like, no, it's just let's let it be. We get it. Hey, M, great.
2: So, if you guys heard that he was going to direct a DC movie, is that like I'm not going to see that film level? No, or, okay. but it's
1: definitely your one and a half movies good in for your career. We get it
0: you're on. You're
2: smoking really? something. One Mark and a
1: Wahlberg half? died from the trees? One, what? And, and, not, one and a half good movies? One and a half, maybe he He's two. got
0: a bunch of good movies. Some of them are questionable. He has a ton of bad ones. But as somebody, again, on the Rising Committee, let's, I have voted for him, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> I How many like, times? W- several. Okay, uh, so but- as I said, one and <laughs> a half two good movies in, if we coll- collectively... are,
2: are they're you they're considering really Sixth Sense a full one or not a
1: full one? Sixth Sense is... When we saw is that, that was like, wow, right? Are you considering
2: Unbreakable a
1: full one? That's going in the that was a it was a good movie until I saw Glass and so when what happened was when it set up when I when I got in that I was invested (laughs) like hey I've waited for this movie and then it
2: didn't pay out for you yeah Shattered Shattered Glass I mean, I also, you set her up for that one, I yeah, Jeff. What My do you got? thought with
3: M Night is he's probably self conscious about adapting because the one property he's adapted is considered the worst film yeah. ever made, yes. which is of course Avatar. So Avatar, yes. I think
0: ripped to shreds. To Air be a little Bender. shady
3: here, M Night Shyamalan, I think, has enough trouble keeping coherency in his own mind when you bring in other factors. I just think it's a it's a problem. Thank you, Jeff, what's your wife?
2: I don't know yeah. if Jeff if uh, he's self conscious about anything. I think he laughs straight to the bank. Oh, he's Baby yeah. Night actually, yeah. that's not true. Said. He's extremely
1: uh, self-conscious writer. He actually really, oh. really puts in a lot, really? of, and he gets very sensitive about his concepts and how they're perceived. So that's huh. that's actually an interesting. Do you interesting. Know? I, I do not. But However, you have that's it it for them? that is the that is the temperament of Hollywood of who he is. Oh, it's, interesting. He takes every single thing heart and he's the PS guy like no but do you understand why I did that like he's that guy and I do know people that work with him and rep him mm. and that's the consensus
2: Jeff has a wife and they made fun so, of that in
1: Entourage too actually now that I think about it We're I, don't remember about oh, really? Entourage I don't that I have to rewatch that show and I love he it. Ari his script anyway
2: let's talk DC layoffs because this article Sheesh. yeah just
1: first like, the government shuts down and now this
2: and, and it affects your life so negatively you're just getting <laughs> screwed left and right mm-hmm. This article breaks it down so in case you don't know what's going on go to hollywoodreporter.com and they'll really explain it but DC publishing is laying off 3% of its workforce. Which when I initially really read intense. When I initially read that I was like, "Whoa, they're laying off 7 people of their 240 employees, which still is intense."
1: It is. And any time a for company and- Yeah, it sucks like, "Hey, Steve, <laughs> Hey, you're fired. Like, why? Just me? No, you, <laughs> you and six, and six other, other people. Right. It's such a weird <laughs>
2: amount. I almost, if I was going to get laid off, I almost would rather the company have laid off 50% of
0: their people or 70%
2: because then I'm like, Because oh, you're okay. the seven
1: worthless people. Yeah. The well, like, people
0: they laid off, too, I was kind of surprised at. It was like their VP of sales trade sure. it was like people that it's like.
1: But it's also people who are Mm -hmm. getting salaries who, once again, it comes down to that economic bottom line of you're getting paid a lot more than you're worth. And it's not that you don't have value. It's just, unfortunately, your value and our bottom line don't match up.
2: Sometimes companies go last one in, first one out. And sometimes companies go, unfortunately, we've had to give you that 5% pay increase every single year that's your raise that and now we just can't afford you we, we need to bring somebody young one of the hip young people that uh, elena knows one of the
0: hip young people
2: yeah one of those definitely coming in to fill those seats sucks though layoffs are going on across the board so many different entertainment companies just because there's so much content out there whether it's comic books tv movies there's so much we're we're just not able to pay for it all right now. Which I just is feel
0: bad for Pam Lifford of anybody. It's like everybody was all ready when Diane Nelson stepped down. They're like, well, let's yeah. see what Pam does. And they're like, oh, she's getting rid of the VP of Art Direction. Cool.
2: I didn't even think about I wonder if Diane knew this was happening and was like, I, was like, I, I do don't not wanna want be to be the one who. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like it almost seems like, well, the big thing, though, that I am glad about was there was rumors that Jim Lee was out. And I was like, well, then this is going to be bad, but... Those were unfounded, so I am glad about that. Hmm, I we, didn't even hear those rumors. Can't kill yeah, a lot of things. people were like, "Jim Lee's gone," and I was like,
2: "What?"
1: <laughs> just being, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk Toby Emmerich because another person at the top was just talking about, and this came out last week, but we didn't really get have time to address it. The future of DC. Now, we've said it many times on the show that they're not going with that Marvel track. They're not doing all of these movies that are tying in together that ultimately culminate in a four-part Avengers thing. They're doing these standalones, and they're hitting singles right now, and they're trying to play by the DC playbook, as he calls it. Do you think this is a smart move, and are you happy that he actually said this out loud? Because we've speculated for a while.
1: I think he lied. So, uh, you do? That, yeah. He, mm. they, they came up with this answer after the fact, and it happens all the time. I think that they would have loved to have had that Marvel playbook. Let's talk about Marvel's all all 20 properties. Are they amazing? No. We're getting Thor 1s and 2s that we all still had to go watch. So, that second
2: yeah, one. If
1: DC was able to go do this and... Let's once again look at that economic bottom line, even if you're making a billion dollars off of one movie, you're not doing it across the board. And it looks like a hodgepodge of movies. If you could tie it all together, you're looking at a tie in of all types of things. And that's always the smartest play. That's like saying we didn't want to go to the playoffs because we're just the real team. No, that's not, that's not how real teams work. You want to get to the playoffs. You want to go to championships. And DC would have loved to have done that. They didn't do it. And so they caught on to that and they're like, you know what? Well, let's take plan B and make that plan A and we're going to push that narrative as far as we can Hmm.
2: he also says that he feels like they're turning a corner after Aquaman and that like I said they're playing by the DC book which is different than the Marvel book Elena do you think that it's silly that they keep referencing Marvel do you think that if they really were not playing by any of Marvel's rules that they just wouldn't be part of the conversation.
0: I mean, I feel like considering people are always going to put the two together and they're going to juxtapose one against the other and they're going to say Marvel has it together and DC doesn't because that seems to be You say people, you mean fans or you mean... I feel like the general public, a lot of comic book fans, I mean, we obviously have a very, very strong tie to DC movies and we feel like they're brilliant and they're great and they're going to keep making good ones and that you know they are now starting to have a more definitive plan, which I think is good. But I think any time that you have a press conference, if you just don't talk about Marvel at all, and you're repping DC, and everyone's saying... That's true.
1: Let's see how many times Fagus has brought up DC. and, and By yeah. Yeah, anytime he's brought it up.
0: He, yeah. Well,
1: he doesn't bring he up does. the well, DC one playbook.
2: Number one doesn't look at number two. Exactly. We know that.
1: But that's all I'm saying, is that... Well, yeah, he's he's not bringing it up. But
0: it's like DC if they.
2: But when you're try getting these questions to start all the time,
0: right, and it's like because they didn't start with the Marvel playbook ten years ago that Marvel did. If you try to rush it all now, we see it doesn't work. That's what happened, I think, with Justice League, where it's like you're trying to push ten years of history into one movie.
1: Marvel got lucky gonna... with technology, right? So technology made Marvel possible. DC. DC didn't have that. They had a different playbook because they created different movies. Let's so not look like we were going through Marvel movies fair to in say the '90s. Marvel got
2: possible because of technology. No, then no, technology
1: also- made it happen. So you had they had a vision, and then that vision was able to come come alive because we we Until had a Fano matchup. Snapped, it's the perfect and then time. That vision was it's the perfect timing and. and- collision of the two. I'm going to need to never speak to you again. I just
2: can't. She's too nice and too punny for you? I
1: just can't.
2: Too nice and too punny. That's about our movie news, but I want to make sure we get into my favorite time. Yeah! Yeah. It's time
3: for You didn't even know. I did. He is fine. I miss his sausages. I have some in my freezer. I want some of those. You want what? The sausages?
2: Yeah, they're good. I have like sausage party. Fifteen sausages and six hot dogs still left.
1: Sausage party, yeah.
2: Mm, I like that good. movie. Good. You like that one? That <laughs> no. was one of our best. No, one of the no? worst. Just somewhere in the middle. We're
1: right there. You're yeah. invited to
0: the sausage party. Oh. Am, am I
1: invited? <laughs> I, I feel like you're I'm rough.
2: not invited hosting to the sausage. Party. The sausage party. I'm hosting the sausage. You are the ones who have sausages. Who talking
1: to about human resources? Yeah, human I resources? think
2: that's me. So yeah. we got to move on okay. past this. We have an image of Lex Luther. I've never seen a forehead like this.
1: You've never seen Ducky?
2: No, I've seen him. Oh, of course. I'm a John Crier fan. He wears a lot of hats, and who knew that his forehead was half of his face? Everyone. He looks very, really, yeah. yeah. Everybody knew that about him. Yes, he's. The, I'm with you, Tyra Banks, man. I do I've not. never
3: this. Yeah, I've never knew this about John Crier.
2: He. It's literally half his face. He
1: used to have bangs for a reason, guys. Come yeah. on. Yeah.
2: He looks. Just like I want Lex Luthor to look, though. Does he? I think he's badass. And I love you don't think so? Me too. Say it. Say what you mean. To I'm, say. I'm
1: on this after show panel, so we will find out on that after show.
2: Okay. When is that? Supergirl. When can people watch? Plug Sundays.
1: It. Plug. Plug the Sundays. Please watch us ten o'clock right here on After Buzz. You can
2: only plug the Sundays during the sausage party.
1: Okay. And now we've made
2: it full circle. <laughs> now yeah. we now.
1: Okay.
2: We're also back in the swing From of things. John cried to John Do you Laffer, see what you're doing? Right? Do you see what you're doing? It's just Do you bad. see
1: what we're doing? It here? got bad. It you, got it, bad. You're an enabler. It
2: stayed bad. I'm not an enabler. I'm an innocent bystander. I am a bystander who got screwed at the sausage There party. has to be a
1: number you can call. There has to be. <laughs> like has a, to be. A puns anonymous.
2: You just mentioned that Supergirl has its after show. We're back. And we also have our Flash one, our Arrow one, our Black Lightning one, our yes. Young Justice one, our Gotham one. We've got all these Titans. DC shows. Yeah, but Titans, Titans. is over. It's, it's over. Back, but all these yeah. other shows are back. Watch Titans, them. that last episode was so ridiculous. So I'm, much. I started loving that show. Of all the shows that are back on, I will say that this was a good week back. We had a decent week back. I think that a decent we're, week back. I think we're setting up for the future here. There's some things that really really annoyed me. Uh especially on Supergirl this week, I felt like that was so unrealistic of Kara's character to for Kara to be like no you can't forget me Alex no don't do that she's always the one who's pushing for that stuff so that was really weird I'm sure you guys talked about it on your show though. oh
1: we talked about that wise red daughter there for half a second every time it's like what's yeah. going on there was a lot going on Supergirl but we're just glad to have it back
2: wait I actually I listened to your after show this week it's a, a, that's Monday now we're on Friday right You guys do a great job. You you. have a dope panel. Yeah, there's a lot. And like I said, I listened to the Gotham one too. Make sure you check out those after shows because we don't have time to fully cover all of them. I think Supergirl is probably my favorite of the week. Maybe Gotham though. We're getting weird stuff on Gotham. Gotham is pushing
1: a lot of, like, it's out of the box at this point. I know.
2: I know we lost Elena at some point, but I'm kind of hoping
0: we get her back for the final season. Yeah, Gotham, I will watch episodes, but not I skipped like a whole I know. season. I know that's bad. I But we got
2: penguin. He's eating all the meat. Does am... that intrigue you?
0: <laughs> I I will watch Gotham from time to time. Arrow, I pretty much gave up on. But
1: Arrow, you gave up on. Arrow is actually one of my favorite. As <laughs> sure huh? I
0: gave up, way too early on that one, just because Black Canary, I think, is one of my all-time favorite characters, I mean, and I feel like they've done it wrong. Keep Which watching. one, Laurel or Dinah? Who did they do wrong? Or Sarah, I guess. All of it. Who did? Who did All do of wrong? of was just. It's not what I wanted. And I just, they lost me with the flashbacks. I was finally like, we're off the island. They're like, Russia. And
2: I'm like, oh,
1: Loved no. it. I loved it. I love that storyline. Their story flash line. forwards
2: right now are stupid, though, Tehran.
1: They are now, but I think there's a huge, huge payoff We're coming. pushing to something. And I also think that the way I... I Criticize DC movies. I compliment DC TV, TV shows. Yeah, their TV their is. Their TV phenomenal. and oh, yeah. animated is amazing. Are you
2: watching Young Justice?
1: Of course. I do the after. I do the after show.
2: I I can't get into it, and I feel stupid. Did you
1: watch seasons one and two?
2: But forever ago. Okay,
1: so if you watch seasons one and two, and you were just dying for season three.
2: That this young is exactly what you want.
1: It, it's it's good. Did it's, you see the?
2: Um, they bring the cyborg episode back this week, right? Is that what's job today? Okay, yep. you excited? And we'll for that?
1: talk about that Sunday.
2: Great. So you guys know where to go for all of your DC TV news. Check out our AfterBuzz TV after shows. In the meantime, Tehran, where can they find you? Find
1: me all across the board at I am Tehran. Literally, I am Tehran. Tehran is like the capital of Iran. So if you don't know how to spell it, uh, just watch Fox News.
2: And if they're. In- <laughs> If they're in LA, aren't you every Monday Thursday Laugh Factory? Every
1: Monday Thursday, 10 p.m. on the Laugh at the Laugh Factory, and after Buzz, if you watch a comic book after show, I'm probably on it true, or hosting. True.
2: Elena, what is your deal? I know February you're going to amazing... yeah, I'll
0: be in Hawaii. Yes.
2: yes. Can I so still get, ticket or Hawaii, are they sold can get tickets to the we sold out? Can get
0: tickets. Yes, and we have a bunch of awesome people coming. Tara Strong is the one that I'm most excited about. You've been like, dying I to love for that. her. Yes. Like full-fledged Harley forever. I love that. Um, but yeah, you guys can get tickets, amazingcomicon.com. You can find me on Instagram at Elena J. Jordan and on Twitter at Elena Jordan. I'm everywhere
2: at Roxy Stryer. Don't forget to follow Johnny at J. Quasto,
0: Mike <laughs> at Mike
2: Kalinowski, Adam at Adam Gertler. I have no idea where they are, otherwise I'd tell you guys on Fight some covert crime. mission. Man. We're at DC Movies SK on the Twitters. We'll see you next week.